The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Brutal Nation. The podcast series is dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of true crime. I'm your host, the one, the only, the very dapper, Scott Alexander. In those sweatpants? Okay. In my sweatpants, that's damn right, with a hole in the crotch, too. Thank God I didn't see that. I had a ball hanging out. <laughs> like you're wearing 70s basketball shorts. I keep on wanting to invite your mama over for, to go to the ball. Thank God my mom's in Arkansas right now. <laughs> hey, mom, come on over. Come to the ball. Right across from me is the one and the only. Damn me, Underwood. Say hi, damn. Hi, everybody. <laughs> You don't want your mom to go to the ball? The princess ball? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Come to the musician's ball. The debutante ball? (laughs) For her, I would be. A debutante? Oh, yeah. You know, people are going to know how disturbed (laughs) you are. If they don't know that already, then they have issues. (laughs) Then they haven't been listening for very long. If, If they don't know how disturbed I am already... Then they should have been... And how fucking innocent my life seems compared to yours. <laughs> they should have been victims of Lucas and Tool. Pretty much should have been. Yeah, because or that's... Either that or they just tuned in yesterday. <coughs> well, even then, <laughs> they should know. You going to be all right there? Nah, this, this, this shit just won't go away, man. I think I'm going to fucking die. I went from allergies to feeling great, to being fine, to... Jake being the Petri dish and giving me, like, I don't know, like, fucking the plague. And he's waving at you like he's proud. He is. He's like, I almost killed my dad. That's awesome. Look at him suffer. Oh, thank you. Tissues. <laughs> Give him some Kleenex. You're like, dry your tears with that, bitch. All right. Good That's job. I see how it is now. That's Cry me cool. a river. You should go get him some popsicles so you can build a bridge and get the fuck over it. I fucking hate you. You love So me. much. You know it. Present your fucking Thursday. God damn it. Yeah, I get a Thursday this time. I'll let you have a Friday. Anywho, um, mm. I am featuring um, Donald Henry Gaskins. It actually says Junior, but I'll explain where the Junior part comes in. Junior the third, fourth removed. No, dude. Mrs. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. At least he didn't NASCAR. have 20 names. Although... No. Pork pie, lemon squeezy, gaskets. Why do I have that one there? Where did oh there it is. I was like, where did my first part go? Okay, so um this he was an evil of South Carolina. Welcome to South Carolina. Yeah. And the funny part is, well, Donald Henry Peewee. Was one of his nicknames. Gaskins. There's a fucking shocker. Junior. Has many monikers. Some of them were given to him by the media, and two he's had since he was a child. I'll say this. So far, he's had the most monikers of anyone we have featured to date. They are Peewee, of course, and there's a reason for that. Small penis? No. Oh. Junior Parrot. That's fucking retarded. Well, no, because his mom's main name is Parrot. Oh. And he's a junior. Junior want a cracker? Um, the Hitchhiker's Killer. Okay. The Redneck Charles Manson. Oh, here we go. 
He and, killed them all with a PBR in his hand. And the meanest man in America. He ain't mean. He's just out of PBR. That would make a lot of hillbillies mean. Let's go. So, um, some may wonder why I chose to present him on a Thursday. Here's my answer. After careful consideration, well, after they hear the story, they might wonder. After careful consideration and in-depth research, I came to the conclusion he fits the criteria for this day more than he does the others. For instance, I thought about featuring him on a Tuesday, but here's why I didn't. He had a partner, so to speak. However, this partner didn't join him until later, and the partner wasn't directly involved in the murder. Okay? He was just a bear runner. No. Then I thought about a Friday because of the nature of his crimes. However, I had a reason not to feature him on that day either. Um, He is known to rape and torture some of his victims. Um, He even on occasion held his victims for a few days and practiced cannibalism. Mm. However, I don't feel he did these as a means to satisfy a fetish. Uh... I believe... He was hungry after drinking all those PBRs and watching NASCAR. No. I believe he I believe he murdered his victims for two reasons. Uh, the confirmed ones, anyways. Gaston's killed some people because he was hired to do so. Okay. And he had become quite well-known amongst South Carolina's underbelly of society as quite an accomplished hitman. And on the other hand, Gaskins chose to, I believe Gaskins chose to murder some of his victims out of sheer pleasure. He enjoyed being the one that decided whether someone lived or died. I wonder what his price was. It was like two PBRs and a NASCAR. No, I'll get into that in a little bit. I will share a quote with you late, well, in a little bit, in a minute here, that will be very reminiscent of one of Carl's quotes. Carl Pandrum quotes. As a matter of fact, I believe Gaskins chose to kill people for much the same reason Carl did, although the murders differed from Carl's because Gaskins didn't care whether or not someone was a man or woman or child. He didn't discriminate. Well, okay. at least he's not a racist or discriminates like you do. He, fuck off. <laughs> Unlike Carl, who just targeted men, boys and men because those are the ones that assaulted him. Bet you he didn't have just one black friend. Anyway, I don't believe Carl had any black friends. I don't think he did. Oh, either. he suffered down in maybe Africa. I was just, yeah, probably in, on the plains of Africa. He missed the plains down in Africa. Little Toto for you, yeah. Who stopped the rain? Um, That's my song, isn't it? No. Are oh, you thinking the CCR one? I'm thinking yeah. who stopped the rain. Line. Okay, no, continue. And I'm also thinking about that other one, the Band Aid song about the kids dying, you know, starving kids and. You know, it's fucking, oh, shit. All right, do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, whatever. They just need to get a Big Mac and get over that shit. As you will find out later, unlike Carl, Gaskins didn't want to die. As a matter of fact, he tried to avoid the death penalty, and his efforts failed. Um, However, fate intervened, and his life was spared. You see, there was a point in time when the United States, and I'll talk about it more in depth, banned the death penalty. And going to give us a fucking year on this? In a minute. Fuck. But throughout Gaston's lifetime, he was notorious for making bad decisions. Before I give too much away, let's delve into his bizarre twisted story. He was born. Well, I hope he was born. He wasn't like cast or anything. You sure? Somewhere, fuck off. I have to switch between two different articles because um, 
I hate you guys both. <laughs> <sighs> he was born in 1930 on March 13th, 1933. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it this way. Hang on. I'm going to just alt tap toggle. Um, Good idea. Fuck you, Scott. Toggle, toggle. Toggle. He taco, was taco, born burrito. March 13th, 1933 in back, literally it says, backwards Florence County, South Carolina. Uh-huh. It does say backwards. I'm no. not reading it. I didn't write that phrase. No, I know. Oh, I thought you were making fun of me again. No. Not, <laughs> not even like a little bit. That's the name of the fucking town. The name is not Backwoods. No, backwards. I said backwoods. Is there a backwards South Carolina? I think I think I saw a sign for one that was called backwards or backwards or something like that. Oh, that would be uh, fucking hilarious. I didn't stop and taking my picture by it. Of course you would. Anywho, um, information on his background is kind of muddled. Um, however, he his mother was Yulia Parrot. E U L E. A-P-A-R-R-O-T. And this is the problem with the South. I know. Some of these motherfucking names make no goddamn sense. Why? Because of whiskey They're steals. Made up. <laughs> and the goddamn names that shouldn't even be fucking names. Uh, yeah, she actually had a string of bad relationships. And um, let's see here. Uh he, Donald, was actually um, the last of a string of illegitimate children. Um, since, you know, she had already had so many, she figured one more, and thankfully he was the last. Um, I am finding, I did find out some information that says that he was the youngest and the smallest, hence the nickname Peewee his entire life. And eventually his mother did get married and her husband was a guy by the name of Gaskins and he abused not only Yulia, but her four children as her four other children and Gaskins. So there were five kids total. They were all abused by him. Um, he was consistently small for his age and he would own and. He was only five foot four by the time he was a full grown adult. Um, he was How cute. He's a mini serial killer. Yeah, he was picked on by kids at school, and he did not hesitate to fight them back. However, he dropped out of school at the age of eleven, and he started committing crimes around that time. Um, at some point, he when he was young, after he dropped out of school, before he got in trouble he was working in a car garage you know well back then you know they had the um like the mechanic shop right off the gas station so right um where he apparently showed a great deal of mechanical promise you know but he chose to commit crimes instead um he met two boys who were neighborhood kids he became really good friends with them uh their names were marsh and danny Marsh. Shut up. His yeah, I don't know if that was a nickname or not. It wasn't ever in quotes, so I don't know. Um 
You know that she, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to go back here for a second. His mother never really wanted him. Obviously, she already had four other illegitimate children, and then he was the run. Nobody really wants the run in a litter. <laughs> Since all she did was neglect him, he was even frequently abused. I said that, and I even read some reports that this relative, he also was abused by another relative, um, and he would be beat up by his father and this other relative on a daily basis. As we get from being small. Yeah. It said that also his mother didn't think that he was worth her time because he didn't even know his first name until he was a young adult. He just figured it was either Pee Wee or Junior. Um, As a matter of fact, he claims he didn't learn it, what his name was, until he heard it read for the first time in court. Holy shit. Yeah. Could you imagine? Um, later after he was arrested, some people said that they remembered him to be a friendly youth with a keen sense of humor. Um, I even read a description of him that included the phrase entertaining personality. You, (laughs) however, almost in the same breath, they said Gaskins was street smart and he was a great manipulator and con artist. And I've even heard read the phrase where was it shit i lost oh he was deeply disturbed but harmless yeah you know so you mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways mm-hmm. so he hung out i mean he became friends with marsh and danny and they the three of them referred to themselves as the troubled trio uh despite their young age the three began picking up prostitutes, robbing homes, and raping younger boys in the area. The fuck? <laughs> That's exactly what you were saying. Verbatim. The <laughs> fuck? I don't... Why are like, you saying that? Like father, like son, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand the fucking raping. I don't condone it. But why other boys? You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna, True. If you're going to rape, why not go for the girls? I can probably tell you why. Even though they threatened their young victims, so I believe they would have threatened girls too, little boys are less likely to say they were violated sexually. Even to this day. Okay, no, I'll give it that, yeah. Yeah, that's my theory, but I could be wrong. Let's ask Jake. (laughs) Jacob Matthew, please come to the studio. Everybody knows his middle name too. We have a question for you. Please report to the studio. What the fuck, us? Respect your elders. No shit. If you were molested as a as a young boy, would you tell anybody? I wouldn't tell it. I have horrible memories of those times. You may have been molested. Okay, I don't but know. would you have told them at that time? If I knew, and I was able to know, know like it. Okay, just checking. Cool. Thank you. You were picked up on the internet. He was sold on the dark web, man. <laughs> Way to go, Scott. I'm actually not his kid. I was just some hobo that they picked up off the street. I believe you. Slight labor. You're cuter than your dad, so. Yeah, that smile was too sheepish. <laughs> Maybe uh, if you grew a goatee, I do again. see a resemblance. Question was, if you were molested as a kid, would you have told anybody? It's relevant to this. 
to the uh, episode? At the present time, if I had the ability to do so, I would have probably done it. But okay, okay. Oh, all right. So we have no. Depending on the scenario. Yeah, All right, continue. Okay. Hang on. Hobo Jake. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call him Hobo Did Jake. Did you just fucking, like, do a mic drop on us? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, um, the two, the trio, um, actually stopped hanging out with each other after the police caught them. They raped Marsha's younger sister. And I heard that they got caught during doing it. And um, as a matter of fact, instead of going to the authorities, um, right away, they told the kids' parents. And all three of them got their ass whooped. And then um, Gaskins ended up... um, he and they all got in trouble, but Marsh and Danny left town after their trial. So, oh, okay. you know what sense. I mean? Yeah. But they didn't really have to do, you know, they really didn't have to do a significant amount of time. He did go around burglarizing homes and menacing others. During one of his burglaries, a 13-year-old girl who lived at the house um, walked in and caught him. Oh, okay. So she grabbed an axe to chase him away. She had to ask him a question? <laughs> Shut up. Did he think he was Cleaver? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even continue. You're all choppy. Yeah, Huskins was able to actually wrestle this girl, the axe away from this girl, and he turned it on her. He um, hit her over the head with it, actually, and split her head open. Jesus Christ. However, she survived. And quickly turned him into the authorities. And the Southern girls are tough. I've heard that. I don't care what y'all say out here, but the fucking Southern girls, they're tough. Oh, shit. They can fucking lose a limb and keep going. That's a flesh wound. That's <laughs> shit still has to get done. That's right. They slap some mud on it, stop the bleeding, and they go. Blood nothing, man. You grab the shirt off the girl next to you and you stuff it in that goddamn armhole and you all right. Got some cooking to do. Cows and milk. Let's get this shit done. Cannon season's upon us. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Anyways, um, anyways, she survived and uh, told them what happened. Told people what happened to her and who had done it. And he was charged with uh, attempted murder or assault with a deadly weapon. One of those two. She probably got her ass whipped by her mom and dad. Why didn't you kill him? I tried to. Why mama. didn't you? Keep but, that axe. But 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 he hit me in the head with an axe. All right, you're going to get your ass whooped for not killing that boy. You're going to get your ass whooped for getting that axe taken from you. Damn right. Damn dolled up and perfectly good axe. Now get your ass in that goddamn woodshed. You're so stupid. Because he was still a minor at this time, he was only about 13 himself, uh, he was sent to a reform school. Um, there he was sexually assaulted. He was so small. What the fuck are you doing? Squinting for? He opened the door. <laughs> You're blinded by the light. Wrapped up like a deuce, another roamer in the night. Blinded by the light. It's not runner. I thought it was loner. Oh. Oh. Because you never leave the fucking house. No shit, yo. Get some friends, Jake. It's kind of like having cockroaches. <laughs>
<laughs> they eat your food and hide in the cupboard. <laughs> it just hides, in man. In the dark. <laughs> he doesn't scatter when we open the door. No, that's true. <laughs> He's a brave one. So, anyways, um, so he was basically. Um, let me get back over to my one other one. It makes it um, even. It says it even better. Hang on. Um, the girl survived, like I said, and he was so small when he went to the South Carolina industrial school for white boys as opposed to black boys. No, white boys. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Did you not realize that a lot of racism comes out of the oh, South? Oh, yeah. I do, but I didn't know they. You got to keep well, the white boys. Especially back in the 30s and yeah, 40s. You kept the white boys separated from the Negroes. Well, yeah, because I have my friend I told you who lives in Jacksonville and he spent a lot of time up in Georgia. He tells me that he remembers specifically when his grandpa used to go get his papa used to go pick up um, African-Americans in the store. And I'm using his phrase. I hate this phrase. He goes, he goes, my papa would always say, we got to go get them Negroes from town. Uh-huh. And then they weren't allowed to go in the house at all. They're, his grandma would bring them food outside, right? But they weren't allowed to go in the house. And when they dropped them off, they had to take them to the rear of the building, yeah, to drop them off at the house and at the place in town. Because yeah, and no, and I was just yeah. like, "Are you serious?" Because mm-hmm. you know you don't see that nowadays. He goes, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I couldn't imagine being alive during that time. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm actually glad that there's not as many racists. I mean, you are, but um, <laughs> don't get me talking about you. Oh my god, I am so not racist. That's not what I'm referring to. I married a Mexican. I cannot be racist. I married a Korean. That's different. That's pretty close. That's like that's like a white person with slanty eyes. Still a race. It's still a race that is a minority here in Oregon, unless you're in Beaverton. It's a squinty white person. That's what you married. Was a you married, she's from L.A. Is that not their, it's not not the freaking majority citizenship there? It's Mexican, yeah. Okay, then. It's like little Mexico. Okay, then. She's like one step Los away Angeles. from wearing a sombrero <laughs> and doing the Mexican hat dance. So, with the mariachi band that's right I'm excited. you're so dumb guy back there with a the big old tijuela which is the giant mexican guitar shut up anyways gaskins was like i said so small the bigger boys began to sexually assault him on a regular basis he made a decision at that time to approach one of the other inmates at the reform school called big boss that was his name to ask for protection uh, the protection came at a price because Big Boss required compensation in the form of frequent sex. Reports even indicate that Big Boss also forced Gaskins to perform sex well, acts on other boys when he wanted favors from them. Um, at some point, Gaskins did escape the reform school, um, but when he, res- when he escaped, though, he got married to a fellow teenager then voluntarily went back to the reform school. I wonder if he got tired of it, <laughs> fed up with her shit, and said, I'd rather go back. I'd rather suck a dick than deal with this bitch. <laughs> you know the feeling. Only on Tuesdays. No, than dealing with an ex, one of your wives. I can deal with Maritza. That's the rest of them. <laughs> I was going to say, you have four other ones, Scott. Uh-uh. Three and a half. <laughs> You're such a stupid. One's a Talk midget. about being... 
bigot. I'm not. She's a half a person. Duh. No, just because she is a child a half a person? Yes. <laughs> I just heard my son say yes. Are you unison here? Like father, like son. God, you guys are so dumb. Anyways, after he was returned there, he ended up getting out when he was 18, you know, because he had finished his childhood. Um, however, he decided to go back to his old ways. He started working at a tobacco plantation, but he started, instead of like gathering the crops, he began to burn barns to help owners commit insurance fraud. Yeah, hey, at least he's got yeah. a job. So when his when the boss's daughter found out about it, she confronted him. And he, I guess she had threatened to turn him in, and he didn't like that, so he grabbed a hammer and cracked her in the skull. However, she survived. Since she's a southern girl, and she probably got her ass whooped too, her daddy came out after all this. So tell me something, girl. Why you be telling on him? Why don't you let him get that hammer up on your head? And she, oh, Daddy, I didn't see him. And then all of a sudden, didn't that's see right. That? Didn't see that, did you? Now, God damn it, you learned your lesson. You don't let nobody hit you with a hammer. Could have ruined the hammer. You are so mean. Hey, just trying to teach him right. Anyways, he was, he was charging that one for an attempted murder as well. I'm having heartburn. I, okay. high, I thought I had Tums over there, but... I no, I took some Omeprazole. That's probably why I'm burping Oh, now. okay. Um, so, no, I took some of my antacids already. So, um, anyways, when he went to prison this time, at first, he was sexually abused like he had been at the reform school. Well, you know, they pass him around. This time, however, he said, no more. Just say no. Yeah. He killed somebody. And he, he had a rape whistle. Yeah. His first known murder victim was a guy by the name of Hazel Brazel. Yeah. One of the most feared, biggest guys in the facility. <laughs> Way to do it. Yeah, whatever. Um, he, um, so he ended up killing this guy. I read, actually, that... Um, Fuck, where is... Oh, yeah. That he killed this guy while he was sitting on the... While the guy was sitting on the toilet. However... God damn, that's awesome. Yeah. However, Gaskins wasn't charged with the murder because he claimed he acted in self-defense. And um, so he was charged with involuntary manslaughter and said and just got three more years tacked onto a sentence. Um, After after he was dead... After that guy was... Brazel was dead, though, uh, all the inmates started fearing him because, you know, he killed... You fucking think? Well, they say if you ever go to prison and you don't want to be victimized, pick the meanest, biggest guy out in the yard and shank his ass. And here's my luck. Like, seriously, because I am kind of a soft-hearted person. If I went to prison, I'd find the biggest guy, but he's going to fucking go down. I'd beat his ass, and the guy would look at me, why would you do that to me, Jesus Christ? And then you feel bad and hug him. I'm just... God damn, man. I'm just, I'm here for tax evasion. Why does everybody keep beating me up? That I'm going to start crying. I'm like, oh, no, no, come here. What well, makes well, you think you're going to go to federal jail? I'm like, well, what's happening? Oh, your name's Brutus? Great. I'm sorry. They, they told me to find the biggest guy. That's what everybody keeps on saying. I've never done a mean thing in my life. Come on. We need hugs. Bring it in. I'm so sorry. No, no. It's a, no, it's okay, man. Screw Want some out. ramen? So, you know what? You know what? I'm going to save up my money, and I'm going to buy you something nice from the commissary. It's going to be okay. Nice little. 
And I'd like okay. bring him cookies and shit like that, right? I'd be like, oh, dude, I still feel so bad. He's, it's okay. I just wish people would quit beating me up just because I'm a big guy. You're so dumb. You would be the one getting beat up because you're a big guy. Yeah, probably. That's what saved me when I was in jail last time. Did it really? Yeah. You, to, you walked around with that chest puffed out and shit? Two things saved me. Number one, being a big guy and looking how I look because I look like I just now murdered somebody's family. You do. Helps out a lot. I'm surprised you don't have the teardrop should. just in case. The other thing was like when, when I had to, when, when I went to jail and I spent those couple of days in there, um, one of the guys that I did work crew with, he was there. And oh. a big black guy. And he comes down and he looks at me and goes, Oh, you're one black friend? No, one of my many. Not like you. He goes, Scott, what are you doing here? I go, Anderson, what's happening? That was his first name was Anderson. Anderson Harris. And uh, so I hung out with the brothers. So it was like the skinhead met the Black Panthers. It was great. That would only happen in Oregon. Washington. Or even Washington, I guess. It was freaking awesome. So we hung out and knew I had new problems. Wow. And the guy who I shared a cell with was the uh, trustee. So that place was always spotless. Wow. That's funny because in when I was in jail, I got in a fight with the trustee. I did him a solid when I left because I had one of the brand new mattresses, not one of the ones that were squished down. Oh, God, I hated those. So he said, hey, Did man. they teach you how to tie the sh- knots in uh, the no. sh- end of the sheet so your, ma- your sheets didn't go all over the place? No, I was only in there for a couple of days. Um, so... And uh, so he goes, hey, I hate to ask, but could we swap out, if you, you know, since you're getting out anyway? I said, yeah, fucking, yeah, have a brand new mattress. Because I'm here for six more months. Wow, dude. That's, that's funny. You're so weird. How come you're never that nice to me? Um, because you're a Sasquatch, and Sasquatches don't have rights. Now, Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> Let me go on. (laughs) Please do. I love that look. Yeah. So he soon became the owner of other prisoners as opposed to being owned. Um, Gaston's, he ended up getting out of there and began working as a driver for a traveling minister. Uh, For a while, he would manage to stay out of some trouble. And then he went and married a 17 year old. Not long after they got married, she told the police that he raped her, which I think believe could have happened he then went back to prison uh and got out six years later after he was released that time he developed what would become known as his signature crime he started picking up hitchhikers this one was a young female in north carolina and he told her that he wanted to have sex with her when she said nope he decided he was going to take what he wanted from her anyways uh, that, which meant that he beat her until she passed out. Then he raped her and sodomized her. And then he tied weights to her body and dropped her in a swamp. Brutal. Yeah, dude. That's a bad day for her. I'm surprised she didn't survive that comeback. Try to whip his ass. Yeah. Apparently he said in an interview, actually, he actually wrote a book about his life later and he said that all he could figure, all he could think about was he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to her at that time. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So, um, according to himself, this first murder um, satisfied some of the violent urges he'd been having his whole life. Probably 
because he was probably picked on a lot, a lot. Besides think, in school, He's, you know, in his dad's beating him. His mom doesn't. It sounds like she was a piece of work. Like didn't straight give a up shit. Yeah, Jerry Springer trailer park trash shit going well, on. It's like not only was he treated like the runt in school, he was treated like the runt at home, like the runt of the litter. And then he goes to reform school and he gets fucking victimized. Yeah, you know, this is like a little bit worse than even Penn's Ram, man. This is fucked up shit. Yeah, lot fucked up. Um. Then there are some instances that talk about how he would torture his victims, sometimes for days, and mutilate their body. Jesus Christ. There were some of his re- his claims that he often even participated in cannibalism. While his victims were still alive, on some occasions he would cut off parts of them and force them to eat it. That's some Hannibal Lecter shit. That's some disgusting motherfucking shit. You Although remember- he never fed himself... Oh, yes, he did. He did Ray Liotta's brain to himself. Yeah, I was going to say, that's yeah, that, yeah. I, I was just going to bring up that. In the that, second that, movie. Was that the second? Yeah. I mean, it was something like that where, yeah, he fed Ray Liotta's brain to him. Yeah, exactly. He traveled up and down the southern coast highways, and a lot of his victims at that time were solo travelers, and he called them his coastal killings. Because those he called his coastal killings. Because he was on the coast, maybe? Yes, but can I finish? And then the other ones that he committed as part of his hitman job, he called those serious crimes. Because he knew those people. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Anyways, so let me go on. Um, Let's see. Okay. Um... He said there are claims that he um, approximately every six weeks he went out hunting random victims in an effort to quell his feelings of bothersomeness. Bothersomeness? Yeah, that's what he says. That's a great word. I don't think I've ever fucking heard that word before. He is from the South. Low education. Bothersomeness fits him. Okay. (laughs) Y'all continue now. When Gaskins talked about this time later, he says that he tried to keep them alive as long as he could. And while the victims were in his possession, he said about torturing them any way he wanted. He claims that he used several methods to dispatch these victims, which included um, stabbing, suffocating, and drowning. Okay? He also says that he wouldn't just mutilate them. He chose to eat them. And not all of them, of course, but um, yeah, some of them are just too stringy and chewy. If they're old, man, it's disgusting. It's like well. fucking jerky. When it comes to these murders, Gaskins confesses his confessions and accounts are contradictory. However, when it comes to his coastal kills, he says he claimed the lives of between eighty to ninety victims, but the authorities have never been able to corroborate that number. Now I'm going to talk about the contradictions. Well, here's the thing, though. If and I'm serious, if he's on the coast near swamps and shit like that, oh yeah, totally. It's really easy to hide a body in the swamp, even if you ain't got no gators. Oh, totally. You know, you have the bacteria that comes in the swamp, fish, other things like that. And who's really going to dredge all well, the fucking swamps? Well, and then he'd swamps? have to tell them exactly which swamp he dumped them into. Exactly. Nobody's going to go swamp by swamp by swamp all throughout the South and go, huh? This might be one of his. Yeah. Completely. Stupid. Because, you know. 
Sorry, you caught me as I was puffing one more time. Um, let's see here. Now, in his memoirs, he says that these murders happened approximately every six weeks. Yet later in the book, he says he would get the overpowering need to hunt his victims um, around the same time every month. Apparently, according to the, his accounts, he claimed a life like he would claim a pe- paycheck on the 10th of every month. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Other than the coastal kills, Gaston's claims to have committed his serious kills. Of these kills, he names three victims specifically. Um, the first two victims were allegedly an African-American married couple, he says. According to him, these individuals were 24-year-old Eddie Brown and his wife, 20-year-old Bertie Brown, who were supposedly killed in 1972. He says that he buried them, quote, behind the tenant house. However, he never gave the precise location. He only said it could be found on a, quote, shortcut to go around Columbia. Um, the third person that he specifically named as part of these accounts was a 40-year-old man by the name of Horace Jones. He said he killed this man sometime in 1974. He doesn't say when he murdered him, nor does he give a description of where he disposed, the location or description where he dumped the body. Okay? Please note that other than Hazel Brazel and the ones I'm going to list below... The authorities have found zero evidence to support his claims. Hmm. Law enforcement records indicate the remains of the victims I will talk about were definitely located and positively identified. Not only that, he substantiates those records with his own sworn testimony later. Now, I'm going to describe the murders a little bit. Murders he claimed to commit for personal reasons. Now, Gaston's committed his first two murders... Uh, confirmed murders in his series in November of 1970. They, his victims were his 15-year-old niece, Janice Kirby, and her 17-year-old friend, Patricia Ann Allsburg. Mm. Now, according to some records, he murdered them. Um, fuck, where is it? Oh, he murdered them when he raped, beat, and drowned them. Okay. Now, according to him, he became enraged when he, by the fact that they were uh, abusing drugs. Okay. They were drug addicts. Um, And so he, I mean, I guess he had gotten tired of it and he murdered both of them by beating them to death. Nothing about drowning them, nothing about raping them. But like I said, others claim that he murdered them while he was raping them. Okay, but those are easy things to, even in the 70s, it's an easy thing to prove because they, they were doing vaginal swaps in the 70s. Yeah, but if he left, they didn't find his victims until later. This was 1970. They didn't find his victims until after 75. Oh. oh. In a swamp area. Oh, that's and a little buried. harder. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there you go. Um, the next confirmed murder happened in March of 1971. This was when Gaskins poisoned 20-year-old Martha Ann Dix. Now, I heard that she had a crush on him and frequented the garage he was working at. Um, Martha actually, her nickname around town was Clyde because of her manly looks and stature. 
God damn. There's a gnat flying I know. Um, There are two different claims, though. One is that she had this crush on him, and he had slept with her and got her pregnant. Okay? Um, However, she was an African-American woman, and later you will find out how exactly extremely racist he was. Um, So I don't believe that one's true. The other reports claim that he murdered her because she was allegedly a drug dealer and he believed she was responsible for supplying Janice and Patricia with their drugs. That makes more sense. Yeah, I agree. Then there were the murders in um, 1973. Um, okay. Ha, ba, 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 ba. Okay, several years prior... Uh, Yeah, I couldn't find any records of any confirmed victims in 72. So in 1973, several years prior to these murders, or any of his murders, Gaskins became friends with a lady by the name of Doreen Hope Dempsey. She was living with a friend of his by the name of Johnny Sellers, who will come into play in a little bit, and Johnny's brother Carl, somewhere in North Charleston, South Carolina. Gaskins was living in Prospect. Um, and the brothers brought 22-year-old Doreen and her 18-month-old daughter, Robin Michelle, over. Um, Doreen had become pregnant again, and some reports say that the brothers wanted to know if she could stay with Gaskins until she had her baby. Other reports say that uh, Doreen approached Gaskins and asked him to take her and Robin to the bus station so they could leave town. The second report is the one I found most references to, so I'm going to assume that is more accurate. Um, Like most white men in the South during that time, he was devout racist. Oh, so because I'm white now. Now you're racist against me. No, him. No, you know what? You're done. Just done. This is right around the time you were born. I don't think you were born a racist. I think you just grew that way. Oh, my. I am so not racist. I After more... they watered you, you grew up to be racist. I married a Mexican. I cannot be racist. <laughs> that is the most racist statement you've said today. <laughs> Anywho, um, he apparently found out, supposedly, that Doreen had been having sex with an African-American man and therefore was carrying a biracial baby. Perhaps that was why she was leaving town. You know, um, because the race being the racist he was, he became angry with Doreen for getting pregnant by a black man. Although I'm sure his words were much harsher than that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Before I proceed, the next minute or so will be very graphic. Um, I would like to stress our disclaimer again listener discretion is advised. Actually, since I nearly threw up after reading this, um, I not only advise it, I emphasize it if you have a weak stomach. Is this better than pulled pork sandwiches? Disgusting. Fucking straight up piss you off disgusting. Uh, do tell. Yeah. At some point, instead of taking Doreen to the bus station, Gaskins took her to the pond he had in his backyard and brutally raped and sodomized her in front of her young daughter. After he'd had his fill of Doreen sexually, he held her down her head down in the pond and drown her to death. However, this son of a bitch didn't stop there. Gaskins then turned his attention on little Robin, who was 18 months old. Apparently his sick urges weren't completely satisfied after he had his way with Doreen because he took it upon himself to violently abuse this little toddler in every possible way sexually. Yeah, you're right. That pisses me off. Yeah, wait. 
From the reports, I found the sick fucker took as much time as he possibly could to satisfy himself, and he made damn sure that he prolonged his vicious attack um, who wasn't e- on a girl who wasn't even old enough to fight him off, let alone defend herself at all. Um, while he violated her, Gaskins would also do what he could to torture her. Um, and she wasn't even out of diapers yet. When this disgustingly vile man, that's my words, was finally finished carrying out these violent acts, he drowned Robin the same way he had done Doreen. He then took both of their bodies to his private graveyard somewhere. And after digging the hole, Gaskins placed Robin in Doreen's arms and buried them together. That's fucking... Now, God damn, Now, man. if those actions weren't horrific enough to satisfy his urges, or if they weren't hard enough to listen to... This next part will disgust you so much, you may just lose your lunch like I almost did. Um, When Gaskins talked about the way he violated, tortured, and murdered Doreen and her little girl, Robin, to whoever would listen to him, he made sure to add one little brutal detail. According to his own words, when he was had his way with Robin sexually, he said sex with her was the best sex I ever have ever had in my life. That's his words. If I would have heard that he had gone done to these two victims, I would have treated him like the bitch he was. Ma- and I say, Mom, I apologize for the words that are going to come out of my mouth next, but I can't help it. Then if I heard him say those words about how he treated that little girl, I wouldn't have just treated him like a bitch. I'd have taken the biggest, thickest thing I could find and sodomized him with it. And then I would have done that before I cut off his dick and sodomized him with that. And finished by taking my sweet ass time, making sure he was good and victimized. I would end up end things by choking him to death with his own teddy picker. You know, I fucking I was so pissed. All of my jokes aside, I've said this, I think the punishment should fit the crime. Oh, me too. I think that this guy. I, I think that if you are victimizing a child, mm-hmm. you should be victimized yourself. Yeah, in a way that is a that but is to, in accordance with you know, you and it's bad enough he victimized her. Right. Bad enough he killed her. Bad enough he raped his her mother in front of her. Because at 18 months, even though you won't remember it later, you can see what's going on. And uh, you know your mom's Actually, in you, re- pain. you remember it, but not on the surface. It's something that actually reforms your... It's repressed. Your, it, 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 it helps form your... your, your uh, Psyche? Your subconscious and your id. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And can also affect the ego and the superego. Every time I hear those phrases, I always think, egotistical. But anyway, <laughs> that's not my point. Um, now, sometime prior to 1974, Gaskins had a friend, his, you know, his felonious associate, 36-year-old Johnny Sellers, um, had sold him a boat on credit. In June, Johnny came and asked Gaskins for the money. Apparently, Gaskins didn't want to pay his friend. Some reports indicate he was also concerned Johnny was going to tell people um, he, that Gaskins was part of an area auto theft operation. Um, those two factors are the reason Gaskins shot Johnny in the back of the head. On that same day, Gaskins decided that his ex-girlfriend and Johnny's current girlfriend, 22-year-old Jesse Ruth Judy... I mean, her last name's Judy and she's got, she's got three <laughs> Jesus first names. Christ, man. ...needed to die as well. So he chose to stab her to death after killing Johnny. Gaskin says he killed Jesse Judy because he was worried 
she would uh, report him to the authorities for his illegal operations. Well, that and the fact he had just shot her boyfriend in the head. Right? <laughs> you fucking think? Yeah. Now, here's when I get into some of his murder for hires. In February 1975, mind you, 75, a month after I was born, Susan, um, Suzanne Kipper Owens and her husband, John Owens, contacted Gaskins and hired him to kill someone. For a fee of $1,500, he agreed to mu- murder Suzanne's ex-boyfriend, 45-year-old Silas Barnwell. Apparently, this murder was, this hit was set up by two metal men, and they took Gaskins out to meet Silas and watched as he killed them to make sure he killed the guy. All right. Okay. Um, Micromanaged, but okay. Yeah, kind of. Um, however, Gaston, Gaskins has always, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, forensic analysis alleges that Silas's cause of death was due to his throat being sliced with a knife. However, Gaskins has always disputed those findings. According to him, and I find this story implausible, uh, Silas was murdered when the little man delivered a well-placed karate chop to his neck. Yeah, no. Yeah, he wasn't more than 190 or 130-some pounds, 60-some pounds yeah, soaking He's not wet. delivering. 30-some, I, mean- I think. There's some small guys that can kick some ass, but I, I don't think that this dude's like Bruce Lee. So fucking. Yeah, I don't either. So if I'm following the reports right, Gaskins killed the next. Oh, no, I'm not following the reports right. I made that. I got that wrong. Um, now, Gaskins had a friend. His next two victims were on April 10th, 1975. He had a best friend and fellow prisoner that he had done time with and collaborator by the name of Walter Neely. Okay, prior to this day, he had apparently asked Neely for some help. He had killed three people on one day and couldn't bury them all at the same time. Well, yeah, that's hard work, man. Yeah, so he had Neely come over and help him. Okay, Okay. so he figured, that's my closest friend. I can trust him, right? Um, so on this day, on April 10th, um, Neely... And um, his 25-year-old wife, Diane Bellamy Neely, were separated, and she had started seeing a 34-year-old Avery Leroy Howard. That day, apparently, um, Gaskins sought out Diane and murdered them both. Um, Diane and Avery murdered them both. Now, some reports indicate that they had known what Gaskins had done in the past and were threatening to go to the police and were asking for $5,000. Okay. Okay. Now, I read other reports that said Avery had approached him to help pay for it because he had gotten in trouble with the law. And um, where did, oh, that um, he had gotten, Avery had gotten arrested for fraud and auto theft and he needed money to pay for his attorneys and legal expenses, so he asked Gaskins if he could borrow some. That sounds plausible. Yeah, so does the, you know, blackmail, so. Yeah, I mean, both kind of sound plausible. I'm just kind of tilting them back and forth in my head. Yeah, because he did say he killed Diane because she had been threatening to turn him into the police for his um, illegal activities as well as um, for letting minors engage in sexual activities in his house. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, 
He um, killed Diane by stabbing her to death, and then he turned his gun on Avery, shooting him in the head. Um, and then he buried him in his graveyard. Okay. Now, at some point, um, that was in 74. In 73, after he, shortly after he killed uh, Martha, he went out and actually bought a hearse. And telling people he needed to move the bodies around. Um, since they everybody considered him mentally unstable, they just assumed he was trying to, you know, tell one of his macabre jokes. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> fuck. Okay. And then, so then I said, okay, so then he killed that. And then he murdered a girl by the name of... Oh, how come I don't have her name right here? <sighs> okay. Back over here. Anyways, so... Um, there we go. This next part was a little confusing to me. Um, I sorted it out kind of, so I'm going to pass on this information. At one point prior to him doing this, he had gone to North Charleston, and before he returned to Prospect, he picked up 13-year-old Kim Gelkins. Okay. Uh, I know that he had transported her across city lines. However, the reports I found stated that he had taken her back to Prospect, quote, without permission. Now, I wasn't able to exactly determine what without permission implied. Um, it could have meant one of three things. Since she was a minor, he didn't have permission from her parents. Or she didn't want to be with him at all, and he'd taken her against his will. Or combination of both. You know. Right. So I'm inclined to believe that it was number three. That it was both. Um. The reason I drew this conclusion is simple. It seems Gaskins had taken her back to Prospect for the 70s version of sex trafficking. He, as well as other, several other full-grown adult men, had been passing Kim around amongst themselves. Each one of these vile men took turns using her for their sick sexual pleasure, and since he was the respons one responsible for transporting her without permission, he was the one who had the most to lose, especially if, they be if authorities became aware of his involvement. And it all came to a head when Gastons began to think Kim was thinking about running away and turning him in. It wasn't, he wasn't just concerned she was going to report him for transporting her. He was afraid that she was going to tell law enforcement about the way him and these men were abusing her. Uh, keep in mind when I say the men, Gaskins was included, and um, in order to solve his dilemma, he stabbed her to death. Kind of reminds me of the Toy Box Killer, because he was doing the same thing. Remember, he would capture the girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then invite his friends over and, you know. To violate them. To violate mm -hmm. his victim as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <coughs> um, so, then we have that. And then on um, October 10th of 1975, Diane's 27-year-old brother, Dennis Bellamy, had um, given Gaskins a bunch of stolen guns. Um, and Gaskins had said that he would pay him for them. When he had failed to pay by October 10th, Dennis decided he would, had waited long enough, and he went over to Gaskins' house to confront him. I Somebody said trailer park house, but I don't know. It's probably true. I don't doubt that it's a trailer park. This dude sounds like... In the he, back swamp area of South Carolina. He sounds like 
he would be a star on Jerry Springer, without a doubt. Not only a star, but fucking, I don't know. He would be fighting from the second when they go, Jerry Springer's show, and boom, he's throwing chairs. <laughs> right out there. We haven't even asked this motherfucker a question yet. Oh, God. And he's, you know, like, Steve's, like, fucking tackling him to the ground, you know, going, hey, man, don't be you fighting. You look like Steve. That's what everybody keeps on saying. Without, well, Steve doesn't have the goatee, but. Except I'm cuter. No, I don't see that. Mm, yes, I am. No, dude. I'm not oh, saying no. that at all. All right, go on, Anywho. meow. Shut up, fucker. So when Dennis arrived, Gaskins figured the guy was serious. Since he didn't have the money required, Gaskins told him, I just, I'll just uh, give the guns back. He then asked Dennis to follow him to the wooded area located right behind his house where he said he'd stash them. Well, Dennis shouldn't have been so trusting because as soon as two, the two men crossed the tree line, Gaskins pulled out a gun, shot him in the head. Okay. Gaskins. And nobody figured out. That this—that's what this motherfucker does. I mean, there's a there's a history here. I think these nefarious people knew he was a hitman, but I think they didn't think he was killing without being paid. Still, still, rate the threat. This dude has a history of killing people. Yeah, he doesn't want to give the guns back. That's why he has the guns. True that. And hey, I'm gonna go with you all by our lonesome selves and no witnesses into the woods. Because that's safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then next, um, Gaskins uh, convinced Dennis and Diane's 15-year-old half-brother, John Henry Knight, to go into the wooded area, telling him that Dennis was back there and needed help carrying the guns back out. And so John walked into the tree area, and Gaskins put a bullet in his head. There's a shocker. Yeah. There you go. And he apparently killed John because he didn't want John to tell that um, Dennis had been at Gaskin's house. Makes sense, yeah. yeah makes Sometimes you kill sense. a kid. So um, Gaskins was arrested on November 14th, 1975. Now, when he was arrested, he was only being charged with aiding in the delinquency of a minor. Mm. Okay? Um, for the uh, apparent, you know, bringing um, Michelle, is that her name? Did I say that was her name? I the last remember. victim. Yeah, the last. The girl, the 13-year-old. Yeah. Anyways, um, they had, uh, so they charged her, oh, Kim, excuse me, with, um, oh, shit. Okay, so they had linked him to the murder of Gas- Gelkins, to uh, Kim, and but when he was arrested, he was charged with um, aiding in the delinquency of a minor. And then they searched his house and found clo- her clothes. OK, so then he was charged with murder um, when he was arrested. Uh, the police brought in Walter Neely and were questioning him. And he cracked. He said he told them exactly what his friend had been doing. And he even showed them where the bodies could be found. Because when he had helped uh, Gaskins bury those bodies, um, he, I guess Gaskins had pointed out several other graves sites out there. He nearly got away with it. I knew that was, I knew something was coming. Um, So um, he was also charged with murder. Um, Fuck. 
Oh, he was charged in the murder of Dennis, and then he admitted to try to get out of the death penalty. He admitted to killing the others. Ah. Didn't work. Oh. He was still charged with murder. Now, while he was um, in there, he... um, he, that's when he claimed that he killed over 100 people. However, some believe that he made these claims so that he could be known as the most prolific killer in South, yeah. in South Carolina, let alone the South and America. Yeah, sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. So after that, um, he was on death row when um, South Carolina, no, the U.S. Supreme Court, excuse me, abolished the death penalty. South, they had done so a couple of years before. Well, South Carolina hadn't adopted that yet. So two years after that, they decided, you know, they will go ahead and, um, so, excuse me, South Carolina decided to implement the federal rules as far as that goes. So his life sentence, his death penalty was commuted and he had nine life sentences. So okay. he was only on death row for one and he had life sentences for the other, and now they're all life sentences. Gotcha. However, in 1982, ready for this one? Mm-hmm. In 1982, while he was in prison and off a of death row, he um, was hired by a man by the name of Tony Simo because Tony's parents had Bill and Myrtle Moon, his mom and stepdad, had been killed on March 18th. They were store owners. And they were killed by a man by the name of Rudolph Tyner, who was 23. Okay? Tyner was on death row at the facility because, you know, he was convicted after the um, death penalty was reinstated. Um, And by... um, Fuck, where is it? Oh, so anyways... Simo was not happy with the appeals process. He thought it was taking too long, so he wanted Tyner dead. So he offered to pay Gaskins $2,000, which in prison, that's a lot of money. Okay. Even nowadays. So, yeah. So Gaskins tried to poison the guy several times and didn't work. Okay. Then he ended up getting some, and I don't know how the fuck he did this. He obtained some C4 plastic explosives and a blasting cap and a long (laughs) wire and rigged it to a radio speaker to make a bomb. Then he gave, and this was the black guy, of course, on death row. So he gave this thing to this guy and said it was a way for them to communicate. So at exactly a certain time, this guy was supposed to put the speaker up to his ear so Gaskins could talk to him. And I guess he was just like, okay. <laughs> um, so he did so. And um, when he did that, Gaskins um, <laughs> plugged in some wires into a power outlet and blew the guy up. Jesus Fucking Christ. blew him up. How the fuck did you get C4 to goddamn prison? I do not Jesus know. Christ, man. That's the first time I've heard about an inmate blowing up, and I've heard shanking. Yeah, I guess that is when the meanest man in America moniker came in. Um, yeah, so this is this is a sad part. Um, 
when he said when he killed him, he later said the last thing Tyner heard was me laughing before I Jesus blew him Christ, up. man. Yeah. So then he was tried for Tyner's murder. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And now the death penalty is back in sight. He had escaped the death penalty like he wanted, <laughs> killed somebody, gets caught, gets the death penalty. Fucking genius. Yeah. So while he was on death row, he claims he committed between, then his claims went from 100 to 110 murders, including the murder of a girl by the name of Margaret, who went by Peg Catino. She was the 13-year-old daughter of the then South Carolina Senator, James Catino, Jr., and um, these have been widely disputed, especially since some guy was already convicted of them, right? So they were like, no, he didn't do it. You know, Gaskins oh, didn't no, do it. no, he didn't. However, there are some that claim that enough evidence pointed to Gaskins, but the police didn't want to reopen the case. Could be. Which, in the South, they don't really care oh, to do God. that stuff. So. I'm just saying. Whatever, dude. Just keep going. Fuck I've her. heard the song "Nights Went Out in Georgia." Lights went out in Georgia. Anyways, so he was never tried for some other victims that he killed, but on November, I'm sorry, excuse me, by September six, or the day prior to September six. Uh, Gaskins decided he didn't want to face the electric chair, so he slid his wrist, thinking that would postpone his execution because he didn't want to die. Oh, okay. And so instead of postponing his execution, they slapped a couple stitches on him, bandaged him up, and strapped him to the electric chair the next day. Anywho. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they did not give a shit. Sorry you cut your wrist, dude. You're still going to die. <laughs> yeah. We don't um, care. So, any. Where was it? Uh, there it is, back over here. On September 6, 1991, at approximately 1.10 a.m., uh, in the electric chair, he... Um, no, that's when he tried to kill himself. And then when he was strapped to the electric chair, his last words were, I'll let my lawyers talk for me. I'm ready to go. And they flipped the switch and he... <laughs> and so, yeah. I kind of like that look that you just now did. I would get you a shot collar. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, I know it's kind of convoluted, but it's only because I had finished one report, and then I found one that had a little bit more information that I kind of wanted to share. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. That's why I was, like, getting confused on where I was. But, anyways, my whole thing is, in a way, like with Carl, I understand what the catalyst was, but... His were so vile, especially what he did to that little girl. Agreed. That I have no empathy for him. Yeah. None. I, yeah, I'm right there with you. Absolutely. And I'd like to get my bag. hands on that book, even though I've heard it's hard to find. It's called Final Truth, mm. that he actually recorded his memoirs and somebody else wrote it up for him. But yeah, I'd like to find it and get a copy of it and read it. Because I hear it's almost like Monroe's book, where it's very, you could tell it was written by somebody who's... That's not it. Uh, that, um, like James Monroe, you could tell it was written by somebody who was very uneducated. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Um, Those are the best ones, man. That's, you know, but then it'd be like trying to decipher it, too. It's like, what? Yeah, what? Book's only 10 pages long, like a Dr. Seuss book, but it takes you five years to decipher his shit. I understand. <laughs> it isn't like one fish, two fish. <laughs> 
You're looking like a bullfrog. What the fuck's going on? Oh, no. My ad block was updated and it popped up a screen. I was like, what the fuck? I have virus protection on here. So, um, yeah. So that's my thing with him. Nurture. Totally. <laughs> totally. That's 100% nurture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just, no. I have, yeah. From the day he was born and he mm-hmm. was neglected by everybody. And treated like shit. And and his mom was a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Very much so. <laughs> but yeah, so there you have it. That's it. All right. In a nutshell. I'm done. No, you're not. I see the look on your face. So I'm just no, actually, I'm done now. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Click on the Amazon link. Helps out the show. Doesn't cost you a thing extra. Uh, support us on, on uh, Patreon. That's it. Fuck, my brain actually stopped again. Of course it Getting did. Getting old sucks. It helps out the show as well. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Has all the information? Half of my shit. So, there you go. You have to put up with my bullshit. None of your shit. It should all have some of my shit in it, to be honest. Please don't say that again. It should have a lot of my shit in it? Yeah. And naked pictures? That is a phrase I don't ever want to hear. It should have a lot of my naked pictures in it. All right. This show's copyright 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.